You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production presented by 6UP Supply. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists brought to you by 6UP Supply. Visit 6upsupply.com to see our latest original creation, the Force Flask. Each of our laser sword flasks is carefully designed and constructed to exacting cosplay standards, then fitted with a food-safe internal plastic tube flask, perfect for quenching your thirst. Choose from our three models, the Wise Mentor, the Dark Lord, or my favorite, the Double Fisting Apprentice. And right now, orders of six or more Force Flasks get 20% off, perfect for your next event or gathering. And back to the episode, I'm your host, Keegan Evans, and this week I'm joined from across the sea by Diffs. Diffs, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Actually, I'm rather honored to be, I think, maybe the first international? Absolutely the first international. We don't count Canadians. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great to have you on. Uh, I know the European community is is a really strong element, and uh, we've got it you know, with Invader League starting up. We've got uh, our, our European divisions. Um, tell me a little bit about how you came into Legion, and uh, and, and, and what, what's your Legion story? Uh, I came into Legion a bit over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. I was looking for something new to paint because I had been uh, playing Warhammer, painting Warhammer, but I wanted something okay. different. I like I found Star Wars miniatures. Like, oh hey, this is like a Star Wars miniature game, and like, yeah. hmm, I wonder if they have uh, like clone troopers or whatnot. And oh, sure. of course. I found the Clone Wars starter set for Legion, and of course, I had to buy in. Very nice, very nice. Good time, good time to get in uh, for the Clone Troopers. Really ramping up a year ago too. Awesome. Yeah, like it was a couple year, couple months before Arc Troopers came out as well. Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I. That's uh, a very similar story to me. I except I I didn't have a wargaming background, but the uh, the Star Wars. Uh, the Star Wars content was just a, a draw to me and got me actually into painting. I was resistant before, but I I finally loved it, so I totally get that. Huh. Uh, have you been yeah. primarily a Republic player then your whole time? Uh, yeah, mostly. Like I've been playing clones uh, with my friends at the local club. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but like uh, in... I'd say this summer I started getting more into Empire. Oh, cool! Uh, which where it comes into my list today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And we're going to dive into that Empire list. I'm really excited to talk about it. What um, when you build a list? Do you have a process uh, that you go through? Do you do you focus on certain pieces or things that you love to play, or maybe a, a personal skill set, or do you just kind of throw stuff together? What's your what's your approach? Uh, I think it it more comes to like it's something like some sort of a team I want to run. Oh, cool! Uh, it's if it like, like with uh, my, with my Republic usually it's like I want to play thematically like mm. early Clone Wars army, so I have only mm. face one Clone Troopers. Oh, cool! Yeah, and and for example, all of my Arc Troopers have swapped out uh, face one helmets, for example. Oh, nice, nice, very cool. All right. Well, talk to me about this list uh, that you came into. What did uh, with that thematic approach? What did you start with here? Well, I pretty much started out with two ATSTs. Nice. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> folks. We're, we're we're bringing the double ATST list into uh, into turn zero lists. Oh yeah. Couple up right. with Veers, of course. Mm-hmm. 
and some stormtroopers, some snipers to fill out the activation count and a Imperial officer. Very nice. Did you, uh, so you mentioned the activation count. Were you going for a specific activation count on this or just trying to maximize? Uh, I think I, I would say in this case, it's pretty much to get it around to nice number that okay. it feels conform. It feels nice to run with. Yeah. Yeah. And so, with that in mind, did you um, did you load out ATST upgrades first before fleshing out the list, or did you circle back on that? No, uh, you really have to get them out b- beforehand. Sure. So, because they are rather pricey after all, and mm-hmm. it's like okay, so I want two legged ATSTs, and they're like they they really need something to fill out that. Um, um feeling because the oh, arsenal yeah. too. Yep. You yep. really need a gun on there. Yeah. And you kept it consistent, both of them having the uh, twin light blaster cannon on there uh, and then bringing... Oh, uh, yeah. if, I, <laughs> I hope I'm remembering this right. The elite armor pilot is the search to hit pilot, right? Yeah, search to hit. Awesome. Because so it's it pretty those... much stable on the ATST. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So that's a really nice strong base for uh, base of fire, uh, taking up almost four hundred points yeah. uh, in two units alone. Yeah, uh, it makes sense that you that you flush from there. So I see you have commanding presence on Veers. Did you consider any up- upgrades on him or the uh, binoculars on the Imperial officer? Uh, I was like originally, I was thinking like, yeah, I'll just run Veers with uh, commanding presence and uh, binoculars, but then like. Mm-hmm. I think it might be better to throw the Binox to the Imperial officer. So mm. in case something happens to Veers, you are not yeah. hurting in case because I will I want to use the spotter after all. Mm-hmm. So I will have two units with spotter two instead of one spotter with spotter three and spotter one. Love it. Love it. Do you uh who's your primary targets and for the for the aims? Just the ATSTs? Or do you try to spread them out? Yeah, like I think it's depending on the deployment and where I have to say set them. I mm. was thinking like eight, either both of them throw the aims to ATSTs or ATST and a, a scout team. Gotcha, gotcha, cool. All right, and then uh, you mentioned a, a handful, a smattering of stormtroopers. You got four naked stormtroopers in there, and then two basic strike teams yeah. uh, to bring it up to uh, ten activations and a ten point bid. Were there any other thoughts, yeah. or uh, did you consider going a little higher um, with uh, uh, with some other upgrades, uh, or did you did you ever consider trying to get a deeper bid, or was this going uh, pretty good? I, I think it is it's, it's feeling pretty good. But originally, the list I approached you with, it had three strike teams instead of two. Okay. And like I swapped one out, one of one of the strike teams to stormtroopers, so I got a ten bit, ten point bid instead of six. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that little extra boost these days can really make a difference. And uh, with the bid game, usually my rules are come up from Warhammer uh, 40k after all. So mm-hmm. I'm personally, I'm used to using like, oh, I have X amount of points. I want to use as much of it as right. possible as I can. <laughs> right. So the whole bidding business is just I feel spit out of my uh, comfort zone. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, 
I like the I like the overall list. Uh, I, it's, I imagine it's got a decent amount of punch. Uh, those ATSTs could be hard to take down, especially with two of them. Uh, when I look at the command yeah. cards, uh, what kind of uh, what kind of choices did you did you make here? Anything uh, anything tricky? I would say tricky. I was uh, I was chuckling between COVID observation and mm-hmm. uh, what's what's the generic one? Pip again? Uh, ambush. Yeah, that's the one. I was chuckling between two of them, but like with this, I could potentially just hand out, uh, like hand out uh, hope to catch enemy on like a three pip turn, mm-hmm. and hand out as much uh, possible as suppression there, and hand yeah. out like sniper sniper team uh, to order with it. Gotcha, gotcha, nice. So you've got uh, covert observation, evasive, uh, sorry, pin down, and coordinated fighter. Fire, so all the new generics, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. all three of yours' cards in there. I like that. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. All right. Um, well, moving over to the battle deck. Uh, I imagine this list is good at some things and not so good at others, uh, but it can yeah. do some pretty strong things. When you look at each of the categories of battle deck, what one card was an auto-include for you? I would say uh, with objectives. Mm-hmm. I would say key positions mm-hmm. because <laughs> essentially I can just sit on mine and yeah. then just uh, fire on everything that comes too close to the middle point and try to sneak my stormtroopers up there. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Worst case scenario, those uh, pretty big bases on those ATSDs can do can do mean things, uh, not unlike oh, yeah. AATs. <laughs> uh, yeah, makes sense to me. What about uh, what about deployments? Uh, I would say long march. Because okay. I want to, I want to use my longish range on my guns, mm-hmm. the ATST and the snipers. I want to mm-hmm. be able to at least chip a little on the enemy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, and conditions, uh, any strong feelings there? Uh, minefield. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make <laughs> the enemy approach as hard as possible as it could be. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a very imperial approach. <laughs> I mean, I can I can sacrifice a few stormtroopers here and there while Certainly. ATSTs just march behind them. Yeah, I'm just picturing a visual of an imperial imperial line behind a minefield with two ATSTs towering over it, just making life brutal for anyone walking through it. I think that's uh, that's oh dramatic. yeah, <laughs> and couple like scope flashes out into rooms oh, totally. with the snipers are scoping up. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. On the other side of the uh, other side of the coin, there. Uh, what what ob- uh, objectives, deployments, and conditions would you do? You absolutely not want. What do you What do you ban first if you uh, if you can when you're a red player? Uh, I would say breakthrough. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't want to move that much. Gotcha. Yeah. Like I can sure I can move up to the half middle field, mm-hmm. but trying to get with my naked stormtroopers to the enemy deployment, no, not gonna happen. Yeah, that tracks. Makes sense. They are gonna they are just gonna die. Yeah. What about uh what about deployments? I like I don't I don't like disarray because okay. again I'm mm-hmm. I come from the Warhammer. I like to deploy all of my stuff together. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> so so I could, given my list, I, I can pretty much split it down even middle, so I could throw 
it's a roughly even sized groups on the both sides of disarray, but mm-hmm. I I don't like it as yeah, a general. Yeah. yeah, you're in a better situation than some lists that just are going to basically put a sacrifice unit out there. Uh, you can you can function yeah. pretty well, but it's not not optimal by any means. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and what about conditions? Anything in particular you don't want to see? I mean, I would say Limvis, oh, even sure. if I have, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even if I have it in my own condition deck, but mm-hmm. I don't like it. But I have to, I have to throw something in there. Sure. Gotcha. Sure, I could uh, I could have in my deck changed limb this to rapid reinforcements, but yeah, 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 not, yeah. Rapid doesn't do much for your list. <laughs> no. Cool. Awesome. Uh, and just to round it out, so you did, uh, of course, uh, you bring key positions, like you said, intercept, recover, and yeah. sabotage the moisture evaporators. Your deployments are yep. battle lines, long march, major offensive, and rollout. And uh, in addition to uh, limbiz and minefield, you've got uh, clear conditions and supply drop. So that's a that's a strong yeah. plan, strong setup. I, I really like it. Um, when you bring this list to a uh, a store tournament or something like that, what are what are you hoping to get paired against with this list? What are you hoping to see across the table? Uh, maybe something of lighter armor, like ATRTs or mm, so on. Sure. Because, I, personally, I don't think I could take down, like, if I come up come I up, uh, come up against a double ATs, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be in big trouble. Yeah, those things are brutal. Yeah. Something, like I say, light armor and maybe not Jedi's. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, anything uh, other than AATs and, and maybe some Jedi's, is there anything that you're absolutely dreading across the table? Mm. Lot of critical and impact, to be honest. Ah, uh, sure, yeah. Which the meta could be shifting <laughs> towards. It's starting to drift that way a little bit. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I think you're in a, in a not terrible position. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. This is a, a, a great, great list conversation. You you ready for some lightning round? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. Let's do it. Uh, first question. What unit have you never played? Well, technically anything Empire so far. Okay. <laughs> and for clones, phase two clone troopers. Oh, you've never played phase twos? No. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, <clears throat> the price of them, uh, mm-hmm. money voice, oh, and sure. they have been so hard to get your hands on. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, makes sense. Like, <clears throat> phase twos are like, what, 35 bucks for you guys? Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, it, here it's like 42 euros. Oh, wow. that's <laughs> It's been a while since yeah. I've done the direct conversion, but I know that that's a lot more than 35 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Wow, makes sense. All right. Well, what um, of the units that you have played, uh, what unit or upgrade uh, were you most surprised that you liked? Something you might not have expected looking at, but then you really enjoyed it. Uh, box speeders, to be honest. Oh, cool. What uh, what changed your mind about those? I mean, initially when I like, uh, do I like this? <laughs> when I like first got the set, I don't like. But okay, uh, like I usually just when I my usual uh, opponent is a Droid player, so I just slap the Ion card, oh, side sure. card on it, 
and there we go. <laughs> That's like, yep. hey, this is not that bad. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Um, uh, not knowing how much, uh, how many tournaments you've actually gotten to in, in the last year with the world situation, but uh, any uh, any best prize support that you've gotten from a tournament or something like that? Uh, for in Legion, none, because I'm <laughs> personally I'm I'm building the local community myself here. Oh, cool. So, I think it's my like best prize support I've get gotten mm-hmm. was from a, a Warhammer 30k tournament. Mm-hmm. And I got like one sixth of those uh, Games Workshop um, terra- uh, table pieces. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's, yeah. that seems like a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, like very cool. And then I donated to my local club so they nice. could do whatever they wanted with it. Nice. Yeah, building. Yeah. It sounds like the building that community is a big part of what you do. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question: biggest mistake in a game of Legion that still haunts you to this day. Uh, my first game with the LAT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't take... Uh, I took armor-piercing shells on okay. a LAT. Mm-hmm. I should have taken high-energy shells because yep. I never got closer than range 4 to my enemy army before the damn uh, <laughs> gunship was shot down. <laughs> The, uh, the the white saves failed you pretty hard. Oh yeah, and when your opponent is throwing like, oh here are some uh, missile launchers and lots of crits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how can you roll so many crits with white dice? <laughs> That's a good that, that is bad variance for you. Good for good for your opponent. Yeah. All right. Uh, what what's uh, what's the next big event you'll be attending? Anything on the calendar? Uh, next. <laughs> looks like Invader League. Oh, excellent. With this exact list. Very cool. Very cool. List locking is happening. Actually, we're recording this on the Friday of the final list lock. Uh, so uh, the show the sh- show for groups comes out yeah. tonight. So by the time our listeners yep. hear this, uh, you'll have already been in your group and <laughs> and well known. So. And looks like from awesome. the last last announcement from LJ, they will be adding more groups to oh, Invader excellent. League. Excellent. Two more North America, two more EU, and four more Australian groups. Yeah, the Australians really came out this year and blew past yeah. the, uh, the original limits that he had in there. So that was awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. I hope this uh, I hope this reference lands for you, but. Uh, Leading up to training, let's say you're training for Invader League, what song plays during your Rocky-style training montage? Oh, definitely uh, Cantina Band. Nice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I had a duel, duel of the Fates answer, which was also felt strong, but I, I, I think I enjoy and uh, uh, I, I laugh at the Cantina Band a lot better. I like that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, just awesome to have you on. Thank you so much for coming. Do you want to plug anything or uh, or or say anything out to the community? Uh, I would just like to thank the whole Legion community for being, I'd say, really inclusive and supportive. Uh, like for a dirty painter like me, <laughs> as it <laughs> as my nickname has become, the Dirty Divs, <laughs> because I paint everything dirty. Nice. Getting that, getting that good weathered uh, Star Wars look, right? 
slap everything with none oil. <laughs> Heavy none oil everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. And listeners, if you have a favorite list that you'd love to share with the lead verse, uh, send me a, d- a DM at, uh, on Discord, uh, screen name Matroken, and we will see you next time on Turn Zero Lists. <laughs>